How are you doing, Travis? Good, man. Yeah. Having a good, crazy, busy morning. That's good. That's one thing that I noticed uh, that following you on Instagram is that you're always keeping busy. You're not slowing down. You're not doing anything to just mope around or anything, given the circumstances. And it, it looks like you're having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, I try not to, to be too complacent. I mean, I definitely have times where I just need to lay down in bed for like 20 minutes. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, as you can see, people listening to this podcast episode won't see that I'm actually outside, but you can actually hear. That, can you hear that plane that's going overhead? A little bit. The one day that I decided to come and sit outside and do some recording, there's more there's more plane activity above us than there has been in weeks. Yeah, I haven't noticed many planes flying around at all, so it's kind of crazy that they are out there. Every time I go to Costco, I go to one in Wheatland, and it, uh, I've seen like three planes in the past like five trips that I've taken. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a little eerie, isn't it? Yeah. So before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I should probably introduce you formally. Um, I'm speaking with Travis. He is the, uh, he is my personal barber and has been for over five years now. Um, your company or your name or your label, at least for right now, the way you identify on Instagram is B-Sharp Barber. Is that, is that currently also like your, your business plan, your model? Are you going to go as B-Sharp Barber moving forward once this whole thing allows you to? Uh, yeah. Um, I've made such a name with that over the past five years or so or six years, whatever it's been, that I don't really necessarily want to change it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no real reason to change it uh, unless I just do my name. Yeah. But a lot of people know me as the B-Sharp person who don't know me personally, so I just keep it as what it is, you know? Yeah, I think it works. If it sticks, it works. Uh, so how long have you been a barber? And uh, have you always been in the Sacramento area? been a barber um licensed since 2011 i think it is 2010 2011 so almost 10 years now um started out in sacramento yeah and then moved up to a small town up in northern california and then cut hair there for a little bit and then i actually tried to stop cutting hair came back to sacramento and uh when i say tried after i got a job at a coffee shop everyone had such terrible haircuts next to me that i was like all right i can't (laughs) <laughs> can't not cut her hair, you know. So I just started doing it in my garage, and that's really where it took off to open up my own shop in 2015. And that's when we met. I don't know how much, how soon after you opened up that I actually went to see you the first time. But you, my first visit to you was gifted to me by one of our mutual friends, Michael Luna. And it mm-hmm. turns out that one of our other mutual friends, Victor who is also my roommate. Um, in fact, Michael Luna and Victor were both my roommates. We're both seeing you prior to me even coming in. And one of their big sell, sell uh, like their sales pitch was the fact that the dude was super cool. He's really good. But you also get some whiskey when you sit down at, at, at the chair. And, you know, I thought that was a pretty cool draw. And uh, here we are. It's been uh, every couple of weeks, almost every couple of months for years now. And I wouldn't go anywhere else. And I try to get your name out there as much as possible. Um just because of how good of a person you are, but also how good you are at what you do. Um, so what's, so you actually started this, this business back in, or you, you opened up a shop in Sacramento. Um, yeah. But you've been doing a bunch of different things since then. You, you actually ended up having to close down that shop. How long did you have it open for? Uh, yeah, first, thank you for all the very kind words. I appreciate all that and the support right. over the past few years. But um, yes, yeah, so I opened in 2015, 
I closed the shop after growing to be a full-time four chair busy shop. I, I know you saw those days where it was just slammed. Mm-hmm. Um, I closed in 2018. It wasn't because, um, you know, failure or something happened. Uh, something did happen. I had a daughter. Um, she That's is now a pretty two. big deal. Yeah. So yeah. I closed three months after she was born. It was just circumstances kind of, uh, we were praying and praying a lot of what was happening. Our, our lease got signed or, or ended. So they wanted us to sign a new one, three years. And they wanted, rent was going up, but not that much. It didn't really affect us. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that affected us more so was we outgrew that location like within the first year. So we needed to move. And so I didn't want to get tied down to another three years in the same spot with parking not working, with all the issues we are having. The AC was terrible. Um, but then, so I was like, get a loan out and open up new location or just take a couple months off and just wait, you know, see what happens. So, so we decided to close down shop in 2018 and, uh, it was a blessing in disguise. Really. We, who knew that law was going to pass in 2018 of all the independent contractors restructuring all the businesses. I mean, that would have bankrupted us within the next month of us being open, honestly, after signing that lease. So, right. We're very thankful of doing that. And then after that, uh, I worked for a shop downtown in Sacramento. I really wanted to be an employee of somebody. I've, I've been an employee of my dad. He's a barber too, but never really of somebody else I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So that was a cool learning experience to see what my barbers were going through um, throughout their time. So I worked at that shop for a little over a year and then uh, just left there actually at the end of the year. Um 2019 so yeah since 2020 has started i've gone out on my own and done my own thing still and mm-hmm. i was contemplating opening up a shop within the last few months but i'm very glad i didn't sign anything because that would have not been good yeah <laughs> so business so i definitely want to get to what your you know thoughts on the future and what that might look like to you um but before we do when people are listening to this, they're probably going to hear your voice and think, well, that guy sounds kind of young. How old are you? Oh, man. How old am I? 27. I'll be, yeah, 27. So you're a, kind of an overachiever. I mean, you, you owned a business. You had employees. Um, you, you did some research and development by going to work for somebody else, and now you're working for yourself again. Um, you sound like you're a pretty ambitious guy, and I think that's one of the things that's drawn me to you is that you're very professional, and you have a lot of uh, a lot of the same kind of goals or visions that I think a lot of people that are ambitious should have, um, yeah. especially when it comes to your customer service. So when we look at what's going to happen, maybe like May 1st, we're recording this on April 20th. Um, so we've got a couple of weeks until the proposed reopening of the state. Um, but we've only given been given a few guidelines on what that might look like. And I don't know how closely you're following that. I'm sure you are following it pretty close considering it affects your job. Um, what do you see happening once the, once the state starts opening up? Are you going to be able to just get people in and do it kind of how you're doing now through out of your own location, privately, one-on-one type of thing? Um, what, what does the future look like for you in the next couple of weeks? I think uh, from what I've been seeing through the whole industry and everything, um, I'm going to have to start wearing a mask well, like everybody else is it seems like uh, I'm going to have to start wearing gloves which I do not like doing when I'm putting here um, 
And then I think I'm very fortunate to be in the situation I'm in with the current location and setup I got. It is always an intimate one-on-one little private setup. Like there's never more than one person usually um, in the building at the time. So as soon as all this stuff goes back, I might be able to do exactly what I was doing, but I think I definitely will be taking a couple extra minutes after each client to like really spray everything down. You know, before you sprayed all your your tools down and, and things like that. Obviously practice your sanitation safely, but now it might be like spraying the door handles, spraying the chair down, maybe I don't know how how the drape situation is gonna go if I'm gonna need one for every client, but just giving myself some extra time to set up. Um, just to be prepared. With that being said, mm-hmm. there's so many people who want to get a haircut right now. Me like, included. I don't know if you can see this, but uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's a mess. I've, I've actually kind of found it's kind of fun because then I can experiment with it a little bit. And yep, I saw that you actually posted a video on your YouTube channel. Which you, are you planning on on putting more videos up on your own YouTube channel? I would love to do that if I had some people to cut their hair. I just don't have any. Because your one your one video on there is you do it giving yourself a haircut, which yeah, is yeah. impressive. First time, first time I've ever tried it. I, I said it in the video too, but I've never wanted to cut my own hair. Yeah. It's never been a, a desire of mine since I have come from a family of barbers. Um, it's never appealed to me. But since I had a couple clients challenge me to not cut my hair the whole time they weren't getting haircuts, I was like, that's easy. I, I can go three months without a haircut. I'm fine. I've done it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so cutting my hair was going to be the real challenge. So I kind of just did it for clients and also to show some tips that I know of how to cut other people's hair to see if they actually worked on my own. And it was definitely a, a fun figuring it out kind of stage. <laughs> I did the whole thing on Instagram Live, so I know the video isn't like too like talking to the camera and there's a lot of spots where I'm like not even in the view of the camera. Yeah. Um, so I've thought about doing another one just to see if I could do it better and actually like to the camera you know yeah i mean that's that's one thing like if you mess up giving yourself a, your own haircut you're just got to give yourself like a buzz cut right like how how do you well, fix something or i'm like trying that? to have my wife fix it as much yeah. as she can. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh, so do you know what um you, you mentioned like the dis- desanitization and all of those steps that you're probably gonna have to take in between haircuts and and uh being compliant and all of that being in your own location the things you got to look out for, like those random people that come out that either will want to snitch, right? That, that, that will see you doing something that might like look like they're, they're being put at risk because you're not wiping something down. Um, but then there's like OSHA. Are you regulated at all by, by uh, organizations like that? State board, California state board of barber and cosmetology is definitely the one that regulates us, not necessarily OSHA or, uh, what's the food one? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's needle so, brain. Yeah, um, but anyways, the uh, yeah, California State Board and Barber Cosmo. But what's crazy about them is it, it's always been a battle with them because they're just state workers who like wanted a job, and then they get okay, you're an inspector of Barber and Cosmo. So then they just have a list of things to check for. So depending on the person, they check different things. So I I don't know what they're going to do with regulations and all this stuff. Um, as far as their visits when I have had them come visit. It lasts about 20 minutes. They come in, they take pictures of everything, your license, your driver's license, make sure it's all valid. They see if hair's on the floor and that's about it. I mean, they check your your blue jar of 
cleaning material and then they make sure it's all full and different people look for different things though so it's it's very it's going to be interesting it will be interesting and i wonder if they're going to switch up to some sort of grading system you know going back to like a you know, food service you go to restaurants and there's that letter grading on the outside i wonder if there's going to be something similar and if they're even going to be able to handle going to so many different places and what their list their checklist is going to look like um for that stuff like the the uh the drapes is that what you call them the things you put over the uh yeah, yeah. and drapes or tapes whatever you want to say yeah. sure and, and like the, all the steps of cleaning that you have to do i wonder if they're if if that's going to really affect it or if they're going to be able to handle that much of a uh of a load and you know for lack well, of a better you know, word what's crazy too is like they, they limit everyone to six foot distance right mm-hmm. well there's no way i can do a haircut six feet away from someone right so if they limit one person in the shop at a time granted it is limiting the amount of contact you have with somebody but i'm still touching every single client right so if two clients can't sit next to each other two feet apart but i can still touch their faces and heads like it's very interesting i don't and that's a big reason why i'm not cutting hair right now so everyone's like oh dude quarantine cuts i'll give you x amount i've been offered all kinds of amount of money to cut hair right now sure um but i'm like there's no way for me to physically practice safe hair cutting right and you have and you have your daughter to worry about and who's just over a year old two just a two two. sorry man time flies um so uh that that's great that you're practicing that. I think that I think we should all be doing that. And and I, I know that some people are going to get tattoos right now, like you know backdoor dealings. Obviously, they're they're going to meet friends who do these types of services. And I've been offered uh, information for somebody who's cutting haircuts out of their house, doing out of their like apartment. Um, but I just don't I don't feel like it's in, in good conscience that I could do it. Um, yep. But and to that point, there's there's actually a movement going around where they're trying to uh, get everybody to unify and open up their shops, not just barbers, but, you know, small businesses all around the state and country just to open up on May 1st. Have you heard anything about this? And, and would you even consider if, if you knew that all these other barber shops are going to be opening up May 1st, despite what the what the regulations say? Just because, like, if you if you, we all open up at once, they can't catch us all. How are they going to shut everybody down? And it, does that even sound appealing to you, just to get the business going again? You know what? Uh, I haven't heard of that movement yet. Um, I did see a little bit of protesting on the news earlier today, but it doesn't sound that appealing because it just sounds like revolting and not doing what we're trying to do right now, which is, like, what the flatten the curve, right, and stuff yep. like that. So we're still just, we're just making it peak again. So why would we try and do that? Um, I understand that a lot of people are in different circumstances than myself. I'm in a really good situation with the setup that I've got. Um, So it is scary and I can see why they want to do that. But making money for a day or a week just to have it spike up again and us close down again doesn't sound like something I want to do. I'd rather, and I can only cut 22 people maximum if I'm working like crazy and cranking people out mm-hmm. and personally I don't feel like 22 people for myself for the money that I can make is worth it sure or even in the first week if I could do 100 haircuts in a week whatever it'll be you know mm-hmm. I still don't feel like that would be maintaining for all of my clients because then I could spread it to everybody and then that's a 100 people who have it and could be in, infected it's good to be uh, aware and, and conscious of those things and I I think it's great that you're practicing that when 
when you're responding to all these questions, I just hear this overwhelming, not overwhelming, but this calmness about you. Um, you don't seem to be too freaked out about this. I mean, this this almost is uh, is just a, a go with emotions type of thing for you. In a way, yeah. A lot of my decisions in life come through a lot of prayer and faith, and and we exercise that exponentially. So. In the Bible, it says something about these plagues happening, and, and so we're always kind of in, in expectation of it. Mm-hmm. And we had, uh, man, if like we just count our blessings and look back at our life, the fact that I was able to close my shop, the crazy stuff happened with uh, independent contractors. Mm-hmm. I was able to work for somebody for a little over a year and just exp- not only experience it, but learn and, and help out other barbers, try and cut hair better. And then as soon as I left, I didn't sign a lease. So I, you know, a lot of prayer went into not wanting to jump straight into location. And I had four clients who have been like, dude, I'll be your bank. Like, let me know. You set, find a location, I'll fund all the money today. Like, that's the clients that I have had. And so I, it's very tempting. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's open up three 10 share shops in Sacramento and go, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I, I'm like, wait, let's not make rash decisions. So the fact that I wasn't doing that and I'm at a good point to where I got a decent tax return and I'm able to live off that it sucks and I don't want to use this money for that but I'm able to live and survive and and I don't have too many things going too wrong right now and I get to spend every day with my daughter and enjoy life so it's it's great yeah I see uh on your Instagram page B sharp barber if you want to follow along with Travis and what he's up to um I mentioned you're keeping busy you're doing woodwork to help pass the time and also make some money, right? Yeah, yeah. So two things I got going on right now. I just last night started this raffle, um, which is for all of my clients who I personally already cut. Um, If they want to buy a square and enter to win 18 free haircuts or second place gets three and then last place or third place gets one free haircut. So so essentially you could be getting just one to 18 free haircuts. and then on top of that, that started last night, I started a business called Box Alarm Customs on Instagram. Um, this is more so uh, with my family. My father-in-law is a firefighter, so that's where the name comes from, Box Alarm Customs. And he's the big woodworker. I just dabble and try and do my best in making these signs. And I think I have right now, I have to make a, a cornhole set, um, a headboard for myself, for my bed, because I always wanted one of those. And then uh, a couple other shelves. I've already made like a bookshelf for myself, um, a toilet paper holder with a little wood thing. You know, I have to upload more pictures to that Instagram because I don't have that much. But um, it's definitely fun and gets my hands working since I can't cut hair. I'm mm-hmm. always fidgety, so yeah. I really needed something to do for projects. So it's a lot of fun, and I'm glad to take any orders. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think that being able to adapt and doing something creative is one of the best forms of uh, just therapy right now. And and just to hear you speaking of faith and, and how you're, you're getting through this is it reminds me of how I'm kind of going through this bipolar frustration to understanding to rationalization. Like I'm, I'm cycling through the various stages of grief, if you will. And it's like, and I think a lot of the frustration stems from those that are less fortunate and that aren't able to have these creative outlets and have that security knowing, well, I, I'm set for a couple more months. I'll be good. And by then, 
you know, things will be picking back up again. And a lot of people have lost their jobs and, um, you know, there's a lot more suffering going on. And I think it's hard to rationalize what we're doing and changing our behaviors when it's changing the normalcy so much. And what normal is going to look like after this, who knows? And, and how it's going to be that we're going to be able to get together in groups and go to restaurants, go to barbershops and have, you know, that, that playful banter between everybody, you know, it'll be really interesting to see, but I think it's important to take that time to remember that we're still here. We're okay. We made it to this point and, and reflect on those things that made us who we are today. So I think that's a powerful message and I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, uh, it's hard too because we are in a decent situation right now and, and I, we live on two acres so we have a lot of outdoor stuff we can run around in fact that's one of the things we do for my daughter is uh, she's a very energetic kid so we have to run her around our field just to tire her out to take a nap and go to sleep at night <laughs> so for us we've been staying very physically active but that's I mean good. for people who don't live in farmland they have an apartment you know I can see how it can definitely be super challenging and, and I think getting outdoors is very helpful for our bodies you know we need to be physically active and and do stuff and not just be on our phones and watching movies like I'm I definitely had a few days during this whole thing to where I've just been on my phone or watching a movie and hanging out around the house but uh, you can only do that for so long before you get sick of it definitely and you need to move around yeah um, so I really don't have any other prepared questions for you. We can just, uh, you know, we can shoot the crap if you want to. Um, but, or we can just, if there's anything else that you wanted to mention, I know that you, you are pretty active on Instagram and I think you're one of the most active people when it comes to barbers or I, honestly, I don't follow very many other barbers, so I, I can't really compare, but it sounds, it looks like you're doing a really good thing with social media, keeping the uh, energy up, the your attention, and keeping people uh, in the know that you're there and that you're going to be ready to go once all of all of this stuff opens up. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to share? Yeah, that's one of the things that uh, I'm trying my hardest to do is is exactly, and I'm glad you get that feeling from it. Um, I don't, I don't want to say I get depressed, but like when I don't post a bunch of posts and just do stories, I feel like I'm losing contact with all of my clients and I don't want to be irrelevant anymore if that makes sense and not mm -hmm. to a point of like my ego or anything just like I want you guys to know that I'm still here and I'm still I'm still eagerly waiting to cut hair yeah. like cutting hair is the thing I love most to do for work you know so like the fact that I can't cut hair right now is terrible and I don't have a ton of like photos to post and stuff so I'm trying to like make sure I, I, I post stories and show you guys that I'm still active. I'm still doing stuff. I know I posted like a story of me working out. I'm trying to do that now that I have all the time in the world to work out. Our friend Victor, man, that guy, I'm like friends with him on the iWatch stuff and he does like four workouts a day. I don't know how that he, guy does it. He's a tank. I don't think he stops moving. <laughs> no, he's not nice. at all. It'll be noon and he'll close all three rings on the iWatch and I'm like, dude, I just got out of like the house. Like, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just trying to do as much as I can. I went and got chickens actually. So that, oh, really? that's been I had some when I was a kid. Um high school or eighth grade or whatever it was, we had thirty chickens, which by the way, don't if you ever anyone gets chickens, don't put thirty. Thirty's way too much. We got we got eight. Um that's plenty for our little house. And we actually lost one, not 
we didn't, we didn't, when I say lost, I mean, we physically, I have no idea where it went. Like it, Seriously? Out of it just escaped. It escaped. Yeah. So we had the garage open and we had, um, it's a little lid on like, not on all the way, but like on kind of a corner and it somehow just flew out. I don't know, jumped on another chicken and, and jumped out, flew out. But this, the, the one that got lost though, it's like the most spastic chicken that we had. So it's totally probably for the best yeah that it got away you know <laughs> so in that way it doesn't ruin all the other chickens lives by making it so crazy um but they're all doing good now i think they're thursday they'll be three weeks old and we're going to transition them to outside permanently because it's going to be like 90 degrees so yeah nice so are they primarily egg chickens is that what they are they are we got three different breeds three no four different breeds yeah four different breeds i can't tell you all off the top of my head what they are yeah but they're mainly for laying eggs, yeah. Cool. I, if it comes down to it and we want a whole bird one night, we might do that. No yeah. one in the house is willing to except for me since <laughs> I've done it before with my own, but we'll see. Yeah, it's not so bad. It's just a little messy. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, I've done it before when I was like 13, so yeah. it should be interesting. I don't know if anyone in the house would eat it, though, so then I might be the only one eating the chicken, so I might just keep it for eggplant. So. Nice, right on. Um, so that's all I got for you, man. I, I just, I'm really glad you took the time and I know we've been, I've had some, a really hectic schedule. So I really appreciate your flexibility and, and being able yeah. to talk to us. Um, and just so I can get your, your contact out there, you can find Instagram's the best way to find you. Yeah, probably Instagram. Yeah. Okay. That'd, that'd be the best. B sharp barber. One word B, so just a letter B sharp barber. And what is the, the wood working Instagram page you got? The woodworking is uh, Box Alarm Customs. Box Alarm um, Customs. You should see that tagged in some of the photos that I have posted on, on Instagram. And then my YouTube, I should really make my YouTube T-shirt barber since that's what everyone knows me, but it's it's Travis Wright uh, right now. So okay. that link should be in my, my Instagram as well. Awesome. Uh, but Travis is spelled with a Y, T-R-A-B-Y-S-W-R-I-G-H-T. Right on. And you're going to be doing more contests like this where where you uh do the raffles and and things like that so the raffle usually um what i do with raffles is is and this is all stemmed from my parents growing up in a shop they would do put your name in a raffle every time you get a haircut so the dudes that are in once a week they get most draws but funny enough i we have this one buddy who came in every single week to my dad's shop and so he had like 50 tickets at least 50 tickets it was crazy and I think it was for like a TV or PlayStation something when they were coming out, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dude didn't win, and he got so upset. My dad's like, it's not rigged, man. So he's like, here, put your hand in there and, and pull out a ticket. And he pulled out like five tickets, and none of them were his name. That's, <laughs> that's funny. Does it pay to be greedy? Usually it's one, one haircut gets you in, but since I can't cut anyone's hair right now, so I'm just doing it's something that would help us out too. Yeah. Uh, pay our bills and keep us fed and something. So it's, yeah, we're doing 40 bucks a square. And once they're all filled, I'm not trying to go crazy with it. I just did 50 squares just to keep it low. Uh, so yeah, once they're all filled, I'll do the drawings. I'll probably have my daughter pick out some numbers or something. Nice. Uh, I'll do the Instagram live video of it so no one thinks it's rigged or anything too so right on and so you you just uh, real quick you mentioned that your parents had a shop so you your whole family cuts hair yeah so um not everyone is still currently doing it but my dad's a barber my mom's a barber my older brother's barber my younger brother my dad's brother and my mom's sister all of us do hair so nice. i i grew up around this industry i've seen it my whole life um 
I didn't want to do it when I was younger, honestly. No, yeah. Um, I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I just knew for one thing I didn't want to cut hair. So that's always the funny story I tell everybody. And I'm the only son that's opened up his own shop, and I, I work extremely hard, and I and I have a lot of uh, gratification for that. But it's it's been a journey. It's fun. It's it's fun being the most actively social media. Both my brothers don't even have social media, so I'm like the only person that has a barber Instagram page out of my family. So they're all they're all the old school, you know, kind of walking only kind of stuff. And yeah, well, that's the creative edge you need these days to to keep your name out there. And fortunately, I think uh, from my perspective, it looks like it's working out for you. And I know just from the people that I know that are also clients of yours are fiercely loyal and uh, they will remain to be. And I can't wait, can't wait to be able to come and in, your shop again and uh, spend some time with you, but also yeah. get this mop taken care of. Yeah. Wow. I can't wait either. I honestly, I still have all that good whiskey that I've been hoarding. I just haven't drank any of it. Cause oh, yeah, I that's right. You were doing a week, you were doing a pour, uh, like a weekly pour thing on Instagram as well. I was, and I have a couple videos that I need to post about that i was trying to do like a whiskey wednesday i just i like drinking good whiskey with good friends and i don't necessarily want to uh drink all my good stuff in this quarantine and not have any to come back to so i'm actually starting uh, a couple days ago i'm going to do a no sugar no alcohol try and get in good shape since i'm i have free time right on yeah so we'll see how i can do <laughs> yeah it's good that you got that self-control because uh, right now given everything that's going on alcohol consumption is way up you know yep. the sales have gone up like 80 percent or something ridiculous like that i know I, I i've had a little bit during the week which is usually not as the rule is only during the weekends and you know yeah for special social occasions but lately i haven't had anywhere to go so why not have some wine or a beer in the afternoon yeah i was i was doing that too <clears throat> and then it got to the point where i was like man like I don't know. I, I just need another challenge, you know, and usually I do these two week, three week, one month challenges, but, uh, I always have such a long day. It turns out one, maybe one Friday, I do a ton of haircuts and I'm exhausted. I'm like, oh, I need a drink, you know, I need a glass of whiskey or something. Mm-hmm. So now I'm glad I have like a, another two week little break of like, I'll just wait and see how I do, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good idea, man. And, uh, I, I, I really appreciate the time you took today. Um, B Sharp Barber on Instagram, Box Alarm Customs as well, or you can find him on YouTube at youtube.com slash Travis Wright. That's W-R-I-G-H-T, correct? That's it, yeah. Right on, Travis. Well, you look like you're doing well, and uh, I'm really grateful that we were able to chat today. And uh, best best to your family, and take care of yourself, stay safe, and we'll, we'll be in touch soon. Me too, man. Can't wait to get you back in the chair. Talk to you soon. All right, bye. This thing on. Can you hear the construction in the background? (laughs) Is this thing on? Can you hear the construction in the background? Oh, yeah.
I see six. I see nine people joining the room. <laughs> I don't have any lipstick on my teeth, either. Do I have any mean on mine? Do I have any lipstick? I got a chip. You're playing? Of course, a fighter jet goes over right when I'm sitting outside. There's like been no planes for the last week. Hello, everybody. Guess it's anybody. We're coming at you live from the backyard. We almost got dive bombed by a couple of birds. <laughs> In the not so sunny Northern California area. Enjoying the outside as best as we can. Hey, Will, I'll stop shaving. For I him? You, for, You'll stop shaving I'll stop for shaving, him? I'll stop shaving for me. Yeah. No, I won't stop shaving for him. Thank you. Hey, you don't like the baby face look? Come yeah, on. I'm liking the baby face, Brandon. Thank you. I hear it's a uh, it's a smoother ride. It move is anybody, mouse. Tiffany. What's up? I said move the mouse. Oh. It's oh, doing no. no. Stay on, Stay this, page. on this page. Just oh, move it. I broke everybody. So how's everybody doing? I just wanted to pop on and just have a little chat. It's been a long time since I've done a live video or anything. And uh, I just feel like checking in. Today is 420, um, so we might imbibe just a little bit. But I figure we just talk about whatever's going on in your life. What's uh, keeping you happy? What's keeping you sane? If you want to vent, if you want to complain about something, that's always welcome too. Um, but I just wanted to just reach out and see if there's anything that we can do to maybe alleviate some of your stress today. I know that a lot of you probably working from home, of course and not drinking in the middle of the afternoon. Um, not at all. If you, uh, yeah, just hop on, let's, uh, let's have a little chat. Or you can make fun of my baby face. You mind if I take a hit? Go for it, it's 420. <laughs> That's all I prepared, excuse me. <laughs> We'll see how well this goes, you know. It also helps if I can uh, keep up to this. Becky, you <coughs> Becky says you guys keep us all sane. Thank you very much. At our own cost of sanity, right? Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's, it's okay. This is this is why we do what we do. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, and I think that uh, I'm pretty lucky and fortunate to be a part of the team, and it does help people. And I like to be. A little bit of ray of sunshine in the, in the morning, even though some days it could be harder than others. But where is Dawn, Jason asks? John, Dawn is probably at home. Probably baking a casserole. Or just playing with her dog, <laughs> Hank. Um, we do live in separate houses, which might surprise some. When we're not at the studio together, we go home. And since we're sheltered in place, I'm hanging out at home with my beautiful wife, Haley. She got all done up for the, uh, for the occasion, for the... It's holiday. for it's our holiday, and I had a, the perfect uh, eyeshadow palette by Melt Cosmetics called Smoke Sessions. I actually bought it because one of the eyeshadows is called Sour Diesel, which is my favorite strain ever. So I mean, 
Plus it's green. It's yeah. my color. Looks really good. Thanks. I had Did fun a good with job. It. I don't know anything about makeup. I think we talked about this last time on the mm -hmm. the live video and yeah. you were really good at it and sometimes you'll try I'm okay to at it. Sometimes you'll talk try to talk to me and like the slang and the lingo and I just my eyes glaze over but you just keep talking. Yeah. And I wouldn't change it for the world. He's a great listener. I am. I'm a great listener. I don't really retain a lot of the makeup stuff, but I kind of get it. He, yeah, and he's bought me some makeup without prompting or asking, and he's gotten it pretty right. Nice. See? So, you know. I'm, I'm kind of like a, he, a dry sponge. He, he pays a, a dry sponge. <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, somebody said hello from Ohio. Oh, see, Alyssa knows. Alyssa yeah. knows about that palette. <laughs> Irvin, Hello. My uh, mom's side of the family is from Akron, Ohio. We actually have been di diving deeper into our ancestry stuff over mm -hmm. the last couple of, not so much recently, um, but... We sent it in over Christmas. Yeah, and we got our results sort of back. backed off a little bit. And uh, we went through the whole genealogy thing, and it was actually pretty interesting. And I went pretty far back, I think like great, 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 all the way to... I got to my seventh great-grandparent. And when you get to that level of great-grandparent, like great it's usually the old world, so you need to get like extra access it's, to the European It's not just old world. It's not old world. It's like international records. Yeah. You have to like pay another subscription for the international records, which I think is bogus, but whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, I found a lot. I went back to... I'm a bohemian Irish. Who knew? And you found that out just before St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I found it out like the day before St. Patrick's Day that I was like super Irish and we were going to go celebrate. And I was like, I finally have a heritage. That was March 17th. Didn't even get to celebrate. Well, we kind of celebrated in our way. Bars huh? closed like three yeah. days prior. So, That's, you know. That's the old Irish luck for you, right? That's okay. We celebrated your heritage the other day by watching uh, Braveheart. That classic. That was Scotland. Oh, that's right. It's okay. I mean, they all, they all look the same to me. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, that is horribly racist. I did not mean that. That was a terrible, <laughs> terrible joke. Uh, Melissa, hello. Our faces are here. And apparently mine looks like dog doo doo with being baby face. Let's get that's caught okay. up. Uh, Denia, is that how you pronounce that? Denia? Uh, hi, you guys. I'm so glad I decided to check out my Facebook. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, yeah. Alex Beltran says, you guys are awesome. Unfortunately, I just found out I've been cut down to three-day work weeks until further notice, and all of you are helping me stay sane and keep moving along. Thanks for what you do. It really matters to all of us. Well, thank you, Alex. I'm uh, glad that you still have your job. That's still, that's a plus side, right? Yeah. Um, still tough. And hopefully this will all blow over soon so that we can all get back to work. Um, Anthony takes, takes asking for us to play some Dirty Heads. Do you know any Dirty Heads off the top of your head? Not off you the top of my head. You can't do Moon Tower? I wish. That's a great jam. That's my favorite. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not taking requests today. I just didn't come prepared for that. And uh, I've been getting more prepared for the Lean On Me collaboration, which I've gotten a lot of submissions. Uh, to be honest, I actually got way more people interested in, in getting involved in the Lean On Me collaboration than I expected. It was about 35 to 40 people that uh, reached out, uh, various instruments, various uh, vocal talents, and uh, even some animals that will be joining in again this year. Um, this year? Or I'm sorry, this time, this collaboration, because <laughs> the last time I had uh, Harry the long-haired dachshund, mm -hmm. or the wire-haired dachshund, uh, join in on the uh, Country Roads Take Me Home. So anyways, 
lot of reaction, a lot of people submitting in their parts. And you can still do that. I know that a lot of people have been writing in and wondering, is it too late to get involved? I did make a soft deadline for this Wednesday to submit your version of uh, covering the original Bill Withers version of Lean On Me. Um, and if you just email the show, rad at radradio.com, I'll uh, get involved with, uh, get you all involved, get you all caught up with uh, technical specs and uh, we'll get this thing put together. So Wednesday, I've, I've got like a soft deadline. If It looks like a lot of people haven't uh, gotten me their submissions yet. I'll hold out a couple of days because I know everybody's got lives to live and it's kind of hard to set aside so much time. But a lot of people Hi, are Josh. having fun with it. Uh, Josh hey, Josh. What's up, man? Josh is uh, actually the drummer. Uh, he's one of, the, one of the many drummers that have actually submitted, but he turned in his homework already and uh, his drum work sounds amazing. Josh Damon is the guy, one of the guys that we've had on the podcast before. He owns or he operates uh, Mount Rose Drinks. No. I hope I got that right. <laughs> <laughs> he does a lot. Yeah. It's so he, he, the uh, family business. They, they do the distribution for uh, what, Tahoe Blue and all the drink mixers all over. And he helps, he helps us with our Bloody Mary mix, our pickle juice. If you've had a drink in Vegas, you've had their drink mixes. That's right. <laughs> uh, anyway, he's the man. He uh, sent in his drum tracks already. It sounds great. Yes, thank you, Josh, for confirming I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Uh, Jason Miller says, where's the dogs and cats at? Well, the cats uh, are around. We actually got our cat fence set up. So yeah, all I the don't... cats can, can't can get out of our fenced yard. You can't see it on the video, but you see that hook right there. There's like netting. There's netting that actually goes all the way around the fencing. So Yeah, so uh, they're actually out and about. They're playing They'll around. Pop around. I might go dig one up. Our dogs are currently at uh, doggy daycare. And they are just getting the run on. They're getting some much needed exercise. They've been cooped up all weekend um, with us. And, you know, we, we went for walks and we, we did take them out, but sometimes it's just not enough. Uh, so, um, why don't you tell them about what Walter did to us on the walk? So, Walter decided to, well, let's back it up a little bit. When, we, when I take Walter to work with me every morning, I take him on a walk every, like clockwork. I get into the studio, I print off some stuff, I hand it over to Rob, and then I immediately take Walter for a walk. This this is his routine. He needs it just as much as I do. Um, and as, so, as soon as we, we, what we do is we memorize these walks. And when we do that, he can be off leash. Okay, Walter's like a dog with autism. Routine is incredibly important to him. If you do not stick to his routine, it's meltdown. You give him an inch, he takes a mile. That's and so the other thing, and we, he doesn't listen. We've been doing really good with him when we're when I'm at the studio and I'm walking him around the studio to go to the bathroom or you know our morning routine. He's off his leash, and so we decided to take him to a uh, secluded park area in the in the neighborhood. And there's some trails that go around uh, more like wooded area or wetlands. And it's really nice. And we decided, let's try taking him off leash because we could trust him around the studio. He was a good boy when we went camping. He stayed on the leash, uh, you know, off leash. And he listened. And it was like, it was weird. It was like out of nowhere, he just decided to take off. Yeah, we unclicked his his leash. And we didn't expect him to just bolt like he did. Fortunately, he hasn't he, done he, that like in he, years. Yeah, but he listened. Uh, he listened eventually. He's a hound. He's pretty stubborn. But we got him, and we got the help from some nice people on the. Uh, I had to holler at them. I swear he's really nice. Can you just grab his collar, like his leash, when when he gets up to you? And they did. They stopped in the trail, and she stepped in front of him, and she grabbed him. And I 
kindly told her if she was ever considering a dog, don't get a hound. And <laughs> we went on our merry way, me feeling like a complete idiot because it was me who convinced Brandon to, I was like, he's great. He's been great with me off leash. Take him off. And I mean, I think we stood there for about 10 seconds watching him run going, what the fuck just happened? Yep. So... So that happened, and we got him home. And he needed so to run. <laughs> he needed to go to doggy daycare to run today, and Opie is there too because she plays ball all day. Um, so we're very fortunate to be able to uh, utilize the uh, doggy daycare services out in uh, the Sacramento area. Yeah. Um, and they they are and it's considered essential because they're doggy daycare. So uh, they actually have a lot of protocol in place, so they keep everybody safe and keep everybody distant. Um, they have this whole pickup process, and if you've been to the vet, if God forbid you've had to go, on to go to the vet during this time, uh, you'll notice that a lot of them are doing that kind of procedure too. So it's it's actually pretty cool to see the uh, community still being able to come out and work and help us out with our dogs. Um, let's see. Jason says, I, I see the cat fence. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. That was a uh, Pinterest jam. You just, you've been I've searching been for that for years. Kind right? of, yeah, searching and studying what, there's like a bunch of different ways you can cat proof i will never claim that the fence or enclosure is ever cat proof they're incredibly smart um they have tested it in a lot of areas they thought might be weak and failed every time so right now it's cat proof but um yeah there's a lot of different systems there's ones that include pvc piping and vinyl sheeting and all sorts of ways that you can sort of enclose them and I finally got a hair up my butt and we went over to the hardware store. We needed to make some repairs and get some stuff anyway. So I figured while I was out and while we had the time on our hands at home, might as well give the cats what I've been wanting to give them for a few years. So yeah, I should probably mention the doggy daycare name because we oh. just said, we just been saying doggy daycare. Oh, wagon tails. Wagon tails. They're in Citrus Heights. Doggy daycare in Citrus Heights. Yeah. Great place to be. Right at the corner the of, uh, like where old Auburn and Riverside, like yeah. across the street from uh, uh, California Burger. California burger. <laughs> Great people. Um, every one of them. So, yeah. Andrea, by. Uh, Andrea, there she is. The devil. Andrea, Hi. who uh, owns and operates Wagon Tails Doggy Daycare. She yeah. says, We have lots of frontline workers who bring their dogs to us, and we love being able to help out those in need. Yep. That's important. Yeah, they, people's, the people, the, I think essentials that have dogs, the dogs are considered essentials in my world. They yes. need the care too. So, so Kirsten's asking a personal question. She says, "Can I see your uke?" This yeah. is a family live <laughs> broadcast. Uh, my uke. What brand is it? I'm shopping online literally right now for my first one, and I cannot make a decision. I'm a beginner, but I still want one that will look good with a solid wood top versus laminate for better sound. Thoughts, recommendations? I'm not really well versed in the brands or uh but i do since i am a musician i do have various guitars and very different body types and i do know the importance of the material that's involved so i definitely prefer the solid wood that's what this one is this is a kala brand k-a-l-a um we got it it still has its sticker on it from when we bought it in Kauai. um was that our anniversary is it oh that was when we got married so this is when he bought it yeah (laughs) um So, that, yeah, I, I just went to a uke shop um, along the main drive in North Kauai, and I just asked the, attendant, the, the lady there who uh, 
new. I, I just said I'm a beginner. I just want to learn this thing. And basically, this, exactly what Kristen, yeah. or Kirsten, and sorry, Kirsten said. Is, I think this brand runs about 150, 200, maybe a little bit more. I think it was like a 160, 170 tops, like out the door. It really wasn't that, especially for where we were, it wasn't that bad. So I didn't want to break the bank on it, especially since I had no idea how to play it. Um, but the wonderful thing about YouTube is you can learn pretty much anything on YouTube. And I'm a Yuki. I'm a Euchre now. So yeah, I think that's a, it's a great, a great version of it. I would prefer the, the hardwood over the, uh, over the other, what did you recommend? Uh, the laminate. Yeah. Cause the laminate will just sound too, too, uh, fake. It doesn't sound as full and rich and real. I know I'm playing the only three chords, but uh, I didn't come prepared to, to jam for you guys. I've, I've been seriously working on Lean On Me a lot, so uh, it's a good song to jam to. Score Me Kitten. There we go. There's that, one of the kitties. That's me too. Yep. One of the pretty ones. One of huh? the two kittens. Kitten says, I don't want to be held. Um, Megan says, hi guys, good to see you too. What's been the craziest thing for you both during the shelter in place? What's been the craziest thing for us? I guess just managing, managing like the frustration maybe, which I think we all can get frustrated or upset and angry. I think it's just uh, finding that balance and trying to find um, as, as many positives as you can throughout all this. I think that, and just the change of daily life. I think that that's been the, the craziest thing. It's a broad question. I, I don't think like if I was gonna narrow it down in like it would be like the mall not being open. Um, there's actually a term for like um, seeing places that are typically um, uh, like bustling and busy and full. Um, the birds are harassing the cats. <laughs> the cats can't do anything about it. Um, it's called canopsia. So it's like a weird sensation that overcomes you like when you see a place empty. So I've been kind of experiencing that all over the place, like seeing things that are closed. Although I've seen an uptick in traffic that seems to be moving along more right now. Um, not having any traffic whatsoever has been really nice. It's cool to see people out just That's, just walking I around. I don't know how and, many dogs were in our neighborhood. Yeah. And just seeing people hang out in their front yards and... Uh, I've been I've been seeing a lot of people meeting up in parking lots and we'll like go out for our essentials. We'll see people meeting up and having like tailgate parties or just, you know, having their coffee together. I think that's that's really cool. There's just been a lot, a lot more... of tailgating and parking lots all over the place, which is really funny. It's usually like old ladies. It seems like people are disconnecting from the cell phones and technology and people are connecting more. What I my like analogy the other bangles coming over I'm trying to get her my analogy of if you give a kid the cake and say eat as much cake as you want eventually they're gonna stop eating it it's the same with the internet and your phone what are you doing I'm grabbing this it's not very good for her <gasps> there we go Jeez. worth it she's a little freaked out by the lights and uh, stuff this is Bishi this is the red one this is this is my independent one he's very cute though Kaylee says it's okay to not be okay, but together we'll get through this. It's true. We're all in this together. I was mandated by corporate to say so. <laughs> but it's true. We are all in this together. Um, yeah, we don't really have a choice in that either. 
Yeah, and I think I think it's okay. I think if I I just I get these waves of optimism, and I think that everything is just going to work out just the way we need it to. I hope so. <sighs> but at what cost? Randy <laughs> says nothing like a pandemic to get people out and about and enjoying the outdoors. It's true, and the other unfortunate part of that is a lot of the outdoor recreational places are all closing down but i did read that pretty soon if things keep looking good they'll start lifting up the the closures for some dog parks and some parks in the area which will be good i think yeah we're able to get outside we're not really able to go many places yeah outside just yet like i want to go camping really bad right now that's something that like i want to be outside outside i don't want to just be like oh let's go for a walk like i want to sit outside and sleep outside and camp outside and eat outside and that's something else we've been doing a lot more is actually eating outside yeah, they make a dinner and bringing it outside or i kind of just like leave the doors it. open while we're here and the animals just have free run and so we've just kind of been like living in and outdoors kind of equally yeah it's been nice to disconnect and use the the outdoors is uh, as an escape. Um, if you can ever get to a place where you can be outdoors, I know that a lot of people live in apartments or, you know, duplexes, whatever. Yeah, and if anybody lives in like apartments, um, I'm just curious how they're handling it. Like, are common areas closed down? Like, can you go to the swimming pool and the oh. spa? Like, are you able laundry to go to the clubhouses? Areas. Yeah. What about laundry areas? If you don't have any, like, our laundromat, laundromats are open, right? I'm pretty sure laundromats are an essential service. Yeah, but they probably limit how many people you can go. I'm sure they, they, they do that in every store now. You have to, every single store you go to now has the markings to stay six feet apart. Mm -hmm. Or like they, a direction of like walk in this, my hat's got a funny band yeah. in it. Or like walking in a certain um, direction. Is that better? I don't know. <laughs> Melissa from Spirit says, things will be okay, I am sure. When I am not sure, I'm glad we have each other. Absolutely. Did. Did a corporate tell you to tell that, say that to you? <laughs> she um, is corporate. No, that's right. Uh, Caitlin uh, says, there's a house on our block that each day around 5 p.m., about six to eight seniors sit on, in their driveways, drink beer, wine, and talk. They wave at each other, at, at each car they're driving by, smiles on their faces. It's something I love to see each day now. That's cool. There's been some, like, parades that go through. Um, like, the high schools are kind of trying to keep up the morale right now. Um, sports, that like, teams, like, rec teams and stuff. Um, they'll have, like, little parties, sort of. They honk. Everybody honks. Everybody goes outside and waves when they go by. And Yeah, there was a couple of parades for uh, teachers. Mm -hmm. yeah, and the birth you said the birthday ones, right? I didn't say the birthday. Like oh. there was a birthday one. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Pretty yeah. cool stuff. Uh, first, when I first saw that, it was like right around the time when we when the close the schools were just starting to close. Mm -hmm. And uh, the teachers were just driving around just honking it and saying we we miss you. Yeah. And I, I was kind of annoyed at first. I don't know why. I think it was because it was just a Did destruction. Did you feel left out? That, I, yeah, because at first I didn't really realize it until we finally got around and you know put put it together. All the kids yeah. were out there to, to wave back at them. But at first I was like, what? what You're such a grumpy old man. Get off I was, my lawn. I was. And now I, I Stop honking your horns. had a complete different you know perspective on it as soon as I saw what it was. So the pool is closed at our apartment and weight room is closed. So we walk a lot, bike and hike. Yeah, it sounds like. Oh, it's Jamie. Jamie from Ink Off Me. Oh, Jamie. Hey. Thank you, by the way. Oh, my God. Thank big, you so much for the eye cream. Big, big shout out Ooh. to uh, Jamie 
for uh, dropping off some goodies for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what's in the other uh, people's bags. Mm-hmm. I know there's a gift for Robin Dawn in there, but we got some homemade limoncello. Mm-hmm. Oh, brewed right in the kitchen of Jamie herself from Ink Off Me. Um, I if, love me some limoncello. Yeah, we love mm-hmm. us some Ink Off Me, Barb and Jamie, the whole gang out there. Um, Can't wait till we can go again. Yeah, I I know that they're going to be doing some uh, specials, some coupon specials, uh, gift card stuff. Uh, They're ramping that stuff up on uh, Instagram, inkoff.me. Leaders. Oh my gosh, so Heather New says, we live in an apartment in the Bay Area. Pools are closed and gym closed. Also, since it's the Bay Area, my husband and I are in a one-bedroom tiny apartment trying not to kill each other. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So you I guys just, have got to split that thing right down the middle and go, you stay on your half, I stay on my half <laughs> for at least a few hours a day. Yeah, you got to keep get the space going, huh? We, we started getting each other's throats and I just... God, this morning we snapped at each other. We were just like... <laughs> it was definitely the case of the Mondays. We, we were totally on the same page too. We had an amazing weekend. We hadn't argued. Every, like there's, We don't argue. We're not arguers. Like... It was just the most peaceful weekend. And then this morning we're like, ah. We apologized. We oh, made up. Fine. I went to work. It Everything was stupid. Was it, it was, was all good. just stupid. Uh, Caitlin says, I think the hardest part for me as a mom right now is to see my kids so lonely and missing their friends and teachers. My kids are only seven and five years old, so it's still hard for them to understand. Both my kids love their friends so much. They feel like they were just ripped from them. That is so heartbreaking. I can't imagine what this must look like to a kid from the from their perspective because they don't necessarily understand all the politics and all the well, we're just sick. Why, you know, they're used to getting the sniffles and going home and you yeah, know, getting better. They don't. It's a depending. You know, it doesn't really depend. It doesn't matter what your opinion is on the matter the fact that the kids are being affected by this so much is really one of the the hardest parts about this yeah i i really do feel bad for especially like seniors they they didn't get to finish you guys didn't get to finish out your proms you didn't get to finish out seniors in high school yeah yeah yeah. like you didn't the and uh, or juniors like you don't get your first junior prom and Poor freshmen, like, well, there's probably some freshmen out there that are so grateful that they are not stuck in that high school anymore. <laughs> but, like, there there are milestones that you reach that you've been looking forward to for a long time. And they just, there's not even, like, an explanation. There's no one, you can't place blame on anybody. It's like, you have to just go with it. And it sucks. Yeah. One of the cool things, though, about technology is we can all stay connected as best we can with that. You know, FaceTiming and games i know there's there's a lot of people playing games not just like the uh like the video games oh, yeah, but there's like people like doing bingo and yeah there's board game apps that you can all yeah. you know, zoom in i i'm just now getting used to zoom so if they already have this part i i i'm still learning there's some things that i'm still an old man about and i haven't gotten into the zoom thing so much um she's pulling her hair out again she's being a weirdo one of our cats one of our cats wants to pull her hair out yeah so um there's that and then maybe try doing the parking lot meetups doing little get-togethers at the uh, I, I don't know if the school parking lots are open but there might be a grocery store parking lot you can meet the other parents or and parks. their kids there or, might be like like my do might have an a parking lot that's open that's in the citrus heights area no that's roseville roseville oh, okay mm-hmm. all right if you're in that area maybe that park will do for you 
Josh says, me and the fiancé are in a struggle now because we have a wedding set in Oahu in August, and we have until June to decide if we need to postpone. First world problem for sure, but it is anxiety-inducing. Of course, it's changing your life. That's that's one of those tough decisions that you might have to make, and of course it's going to induce anxiety. Um, Good thing is, uh, I I think we'll know well enough ahead of of that, of June, to... uh, to really say what's going to happen in August, I think June's by then. Only six weeks away, though. I know, but I think by then we'll we'll probably have a better picture of what airline travel. Is I like. really hope so. At, at least, if they if they lift those quarantine restrictions for people traveling to Hawaii, I guess you have to be there. This is this is weeks ago, so this could have changed many times. It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. Not yet. I haven't. I follow Hawaii news. Just so you're basically quarantined for seven days until you're fourteen. You, fourteen. So if you want to spend two weeks in quarantine in Hawaii before your wedding, I pr- probably not. So that's it's just gonna it's just gonna be one of those things you're gonna have to make decision as the time comes, right? I mean, that sucks. That Oahu is our favorite island, and uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what it's like to travel and visit places like that yeah. uh, for those that are even fortunate enough to do so. I I do hope I hope that you get to see it this year because. It's going to be unlike years before. Like it's it's going to be untouched for such a long time that it's like I'm sure a lot of the beaches are going to be really clean and the sea life's going to probably be more abundant because it's not being chased away all the time. So um, I hope you get to it. I hope you get to your wedding in August in Oahu. Uh, Megan says we've been doing Zoom happy hour every Friday night with friends. Good idea. I want to do that. Can we start doing that? Sure. Yeah. Just got to find some friends that'll do it with us. Because <laughs> we're usually in bed by five. But on Friday. Yeah, sometimes. Okay, six o'clock. Sorry. Um, Alicia says in a Zoom meeting right now for work, but just stopping by to say, uh, Mrs. Brandon, you look amazing, thank like you. a witch from American Horror Story Coven. You both are so pretty. Well, thank you, Alicia. Uh, I wonder how often people are clicking away on zoom meetings and doing other things i know i probably i would never do that i would never click away from a zoom meeting but i wonder if a lot of people are and i wonder what people are looking at what are you people looking at uh shelby says no venting or anything here just love you guys love you too hi shannon hope everything is well out there in idaho Melissa says, my neighbors are my saving grace right now. A few times a day, we will catch each other outside and chat from a distance. Love my neighbors. That's good. Our neighbors have been, we've gotten a little bit closer to our neighbors, yeah, too. That's nice. Just talk a little bit quieter when we're outside. He actually does that. We can be out here, and, like, if I say something even nice about my neighbors, which I don't really have anything bad to say, he's like, shh, they might be listening. Are you a little paranoid? You never know. Are you paranoid? Sometimes. Just a little. Uh, Courtney says, I'm feeling cooped up for sure, but my husband and I have counted our blessings. We can put food on the table for our family, and we don't have to worry about keeping a roof over our heads. This quarantine has made me feel thankful for the simple things we have. Absolutely. That every day, it is becoming more about that. Yeah, I think we have that conversation every day. Yeah, it boils down to being grateful for what we got and where we are and how we got here and we will get through this we are in this together 
Shantae says it's 420. Have a wonderful day. Yes, Shantae. We, uh, we are happy. It is 420. But it's just another day, really. But it's an excuse to I'm look sorry. all nice. You could, he can feel that way all he wants. It's my day today. I'm enjoying it. Smoking out of my favorite pipe. This is look at this. This is pipe. This Brandon got me this for Christmas a couple years ago. And it's all etched glass. Matte black background. Yeah, right down to every look at the carb. The carb's my favorite part. Every single detail. Pretty what? cool. Love this pipe. Pipe porn. Yeah. It's got a turtle on it and everything. Right there. Okay. Brandon's favorite. Kind of a serious moment here. This is from Marcus. Need positive vibes. Been looking for a place to live for two months and may have something. Need positive vibes. It works out. Man, I hope it works out for you. I can't imagine what it would be like to have to move or find a place right now. But fortunately, I think a lot of people under, are understanding right now. So as long as you keep your uh, positive vibes out there, I'm pretty. I, I have a good feeling. I have good vibes. I'm feeling good things for you, Marcus. Blah blah blah. Cliche. Things have a way of working out, but this is one. You are exactly where you're supposed to be right now. I know that's, that's true. really really hard to accept, even if it feels like nothing's moving or nothing's happening. Ooh, we got a fight and bite. Woo. Um. But keep moving forward. Keep trying. And the universe will align you with what you need most. Megan said, uh, we had to postpone our May wedding. Our honeymoon was Oahu one week and Maui one week. Uh, probably rescheduling for 2021. I'm sorry. Uh, one thing that's for sure, it's going to be worth the wait. Oh, yeah. It will absolutely be worth the wait. No denying that. Uh, Brandon says, hey, so good to see you guys. I lost my job on the 27th of March. My wife is a nurse and my son is a senior in high school. So lots of up and down emotions in our home like everyone else. I'm just trying to keep busy around the house, exercise, and be empathetic to others. I usually am really good at making people laugh. The last week I just can't think or any, of anything funny. Like I lost my humor mojo. I really appreciate the show and the moments of joy you guys bring. You're so appreciated. Brandon, you, it is so relatable to be going through what you're going through right now. I mean, when it comes to the ups and down emotion, up and down emotions, and obviously a lot of people are losing their job, but I think that one thing that we're all trying to do despite all that is just be kinder to each other and most of all kinder to ourselves. And you mentioned being more empathetic. It's a good thing. Um, but it's also, it, you can also take on other people's worries. And I know that I, I suffer from this too. I try to compartmentalize everybody else's stress and worry and try to take it from people because, you know, I want to help. I want to make people feel better. Um, and sometimes it's not good to take that much on. You got to take care of yourself too. So um, by maybe try shifting that thought pattern from being more empathetic to being more compassionate, um, that could always help you. Uh, in the long run, but also filter out what you need, right? Yeah, and I think, um, was it, how did, how did Sierra put it, the difference between compassion and empathy? That'd be Sierra from uh, sierrapodfa.com. She has a new podcast out, so if you follow uh, Sierra Intuitive Wellness, uh, 
God, I keep, I always mess up that name. Uh, but if you go to sierrapodva.com, you can click over to all of her uh, social media accounts. And uh, she is doing a podcast now. Mm-hmm. Really, really exciting. I'm sorry. Oh, well, um, she's an she is an uh, energy worker. Yeah. Reiki master. Empathy. Hypnotherapist. Empathy is taking on somebody else's grief and pain, and compassion is how can I, you know, I, I understand what you're going through, but how can I help you? Um, and right now, for a lot of people, that's going to be a better shift for you because if there's nothing, if you're sitting there going, "Oh, I'm so sorry," ask if there's something that you can give. Uh, is there something that you can help them with, even if it's just being like emotional support? Um, that's what we mean by by shifting from empathy to compassion. Um, it doesn't do you any good. You're just going to take it on, and you're going to feel it, and it's just going to drown you. And it's I'm not saying that you shouldn't be empathetic towards people, but right now it's too big of a grand scale to be empathetic towards everyone. So you need to be compassionate, considerate, and helpful. And Melissa from Spirit is going to piggyback on that. She said, Sierra said to be sympathetic not empath everything exactly i think that's a that, that'll help for those of you that uh, feel that kind of connection with what's going on and um let's see it's trying to get caught up here dania 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 is that I how you pronounce dania. it thank you hopefully we're getting that right that's true it was very hard to accept it's just tough not knowing but then again it's not like we ever know how anything will go down we just don't want to lose our small body shop business we worked so hard to get to where we are uh, in February. Things looked great for us, and then we got pushed back. Okay, that's my vent. Thank you. Your vent is heard and understood. Your feelings are completely valid. And I have good, optimistic feelings that things are going to turn out well. Um, Ryan says, do I email you, Brandon, if I can't do the Lean on Me track due to getting sick? Super bummed that I lost my voice. Yeah, Ryan, go ahead and email if you... Uh, we might push it back a couple of days just based on how many people are, are submitting their stuff. I've gotten about five or six different folks who uh, have done their homework, if you will, and submitted their tracks for the Lean On Me collaboration. Uh, but you can absolutely email and we can talk it out. That uh, Hopefully you don't get the, uh, the Rona, man. That, that would suck. Uh, Spencer says, are those real birds in the background, or are yeah. they the same sound effects that the Augusta uses for the masters? I'm just going to lean the camera back so you can see. Yeah, oh, oh, there's a... Move the candles from behind the computer. I almost just broke a whole bunch of glass, because... Yeah, Put a giant evergreen tree behind Ready? Us. It's called a camphor tree, so you see that? They're sitting up there. They're chilling. So. Diza, I got your email. I will be emailing you back ASAP. Thank you for reminding me. Um, let's see. Did I finish this guy's thought? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, this is really cool. It, it feels good to, to talk this out, even though we're talking at you. Sometimes it's it's better to have the vocal response, which is one of the cool things. I, I do, I've done a couple of Zoom meetings in the last couple of weeks, and I, I am kind of getting the hang of it. It's not so bad. It's not bad at all. Uh, Clinton says, just went for a drive to Lake Berryessa and back. Just had a newborn join us last week, so it was nice to get out. I'm glad you can get out. I love out. that drive. Yeah. I love Berryessa. It's beautiful up there. Yeah. Uh, Matt says, you guys are amazing. Thank you for keeping us sane through all of this. Much love and respect. I feel like I already said that. Yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. Let's see. 
Aaron says, my kids, Aaron says, my kids have been <laughs> with their mom for over a month because we decided it was safer than going, than doing a constant back and forth. I get to FaceTime and talk to them all the time, but it hurts, man. I miss them. Mm. How long do you wait before you're just wasting time? You could be with them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're going through that. And I'm sorry that that's your situation. Again, I, I think that above all else, with the awful things that are happening to this country and for the people that are actually sick from this virus, I think one of the worst things is just the kids and what their parents are going through. And I totally, it's one of those things that you're not necessarily aware of until, unless you're intimately involved. And just to be aware that you're going through that pain, it, it, it sucks, but we will get through this, and I'm not joking when I say that this that this we are going to get through this together. And fortunately, your kids still have their health. You have your health, I hope, and uh, that you are able to still maintain that contact and communication. Because that that even that line of communication, if there's some distance between you and technology is delivering it, at least you have that to connect with your kids with. Man just breaks my heart. Elizabeth says, I've lost both my jobs with two young kids to support. I don't have money for rent and bill collectors are calling. Let's not even talk about how I have to homeschool too. That's just unfair. <sighs> a lot of, a lot of I know. I know. what we're going through is unfair. <sighs> I'm so sorry, Elizabeth, that you're going It's such that. a helpless feeling. Yeah. Um, Melissa says, Facebook Live is a nice way to connect. As is Zoom, better than nothing anyhow. Yes, we got to find that silver lining. Unfortunately, technology, we got that on our side. Um, Diza says, Aaron, Aaron, it sucks, but better than the alternative. I'm sorry. Lots of mutual hugs to the prod squad. So much strain on so many. That is uh, from Melissa from Spirit again. Um, man. This is uh, <laughs> this is a, a, a somber time sometimes, but it's better to feel it and not and then shove it down and not confront it face face on. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget that your feelings are valid. Um, you're all going through some some level of grief, and you're all in different stages of it. Um, you know, some jobs were good up until last week or today or yesterday. And, um, you know, we're all at different stages. Uh, we're all feeling different things, but all kind of in the similar vein. So have patience with everybody. Um, be patient with yourself. Um, I know that we've been forced to kind of look at ourselves in certain ways. We spent a lot of time with ourselves. Um, Hopefully you can try and find just every day. The thing I would suggest is just try and find a little tiny sliver of 
good in something. Something. Anything. It's... And don't stop talking about the future. Talk about the future like it's going to happen. Because it is. Whether, it's, you know, it's coming. I think but I think it's, it's good to be excited about things to come. Yeah, be I hopeful. I also think it's good to be realistic. Sure. Um, because you don't want to get your hopes up and, you know, say, okay, by the end of July, I'm going to be going to concerts again. And everything's going to be back to normal. And I think that it's, it's better to be more realistic with yourself about what, to like, expect, but also... Hey, in June, hopefully we get to go camping at our favorite spot. Yeah. You know, it's something small to look forward to. It's also good to look at memories, look at pictures. We, we've been flipping through old albums and, you know, our phones from previous trips or gatherings or, you know, whatever. And we'll, It's always different looking back at that stuff and seeing how people are in such close proximity, but also... It's good to relive those good moments, good memories, if you have them. Uh, Jennifer says, I was not doing good in October and was going through some very dark times. I was starting to feel better now with everything going on, and I, I see the darkness more and more. It's so hard to keep finding the light sometimes. I'm sorry, Jennifer. It's It seems to be pretty dark for a lot of people right now, um, but it's, 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 what's great about what's going on right now is that we're all here for each other and there's more of a sense of community than ever before. And there are plenty of people that are here for you. If you need the help, you can always reach out to us through the show. Um, there's also the, uh, there's plenty of hotlines that we can provide for you. Um, if you need somebody to talk to you, I know you said you were are dealing with this in October. So you probably already know this spiel, but if anybody is, is feeling like you're in a dark place, um, there is help, and we can help you find it um, as best we can. So hopefully, if you do take us up on that offer, that would be great. Um, even if you just need to talk, there's a whole community of people here that will do that with you. Um, Patsy says, as I've been furloughed, I've been furloughed. Husband is still able to work, but he is working 60-plus hours to give us the money we need in order to pay our bills and survive. Unemployment isn't $600 extra. It's something better than nothing, but it's not a fun time right now. And we have four kids, three in school, so I'm the teacher and housewife, and I'm doing my best right now. We are all in this together. Absolutely, Patsy, and you are a rock star for doing this. You will get through this, and you are a super mom for doing what you're doing. Um, and I, I have all the best hopes for you. Um, Deza says, I heard on the radio concerts might not come back till the end of 2021. Would not be surprised. How could, can you even possibly imagine putting 15,000 people in a closed space, close not, together? Not even just that, but in, in this environment? the scheduling. It's, it's one thing when a concert gets canceled or, or a tour gets canceled, but imagine every tour all over the world, every country, every... I mean, you know, Europe has their own music scene. Sweden has their own music scene. Uh, it's a global economy. It, absolutely. Sure. So if you can imagine, everything just got wiped clean. They don't know where their crews are going to be. They like a lot of them have crews that travel with them everywhere. Um, you know, there's like the stage setup crews, which are typically a different company. Like we don't know. It's not like they're going to flip a light switch and everything's going to come back. There's going to be some time to get things kind of ironed back out because yeah. it's like the world was kind of chugging along like a train and just went kabam and everything derailed after it. 
Yep, and now we just need to wait for them to put the tracks back together. Um, Diza says, check out John Krasinski's Come, uh, Some Good News on YouTube. Uh, they'll cheer you up after you cry a little bit. I think that's a great little video series that he's doing. Yeah, I um, love him. A lot of cool a lot of cool creative things coming out of uh, the entertainment industry and some folks that are just really good at being creative and uh, trying to bring some good out there. A lot of people are hopping in on, onto bandwagons, but um, mm -hmm. it's cool to see some of these actors and actresses doing fun stuff and getting involved. And I think he did the, la the latest episode, they did a uh, prom where they had everybody join in and do their own dance, get all dressed up. And I think they joined in on some sort of conference where they all had a prom together. That's Pretty cool cute. stuff. Um, Melissa from Spirit says, I turned 40 on Wednesday. Happy, Happy early birthday. birthday. Uh, Earth Day. And it, uh, it's actually Earth Day. It might not be how I planned it, but I know it's still very, uh, still would be special. I'm finding all the silver linings I can. My issues are nothing compared to so many, so I'm counting my blessings. That is one of the best things you can do. Um, Rodney says, Brandon, Brando, we love you guys. Hope all is well for you and yours out there. Yes. Thank you very much. And right back at you. Yeah, uh, A.A. Ron says, I appreciate the words of encouragement. I'm grateful we are all healthy and hopefully stay that way. It's just sad because it's time lost. You can never get back. But as people have said, it makes us appreciate that that more or think about it more than we did. Absolutely. And on that note, I think I'm going to call it a day. Um, it's been a lot of ups and downs, a lot of roller coasters, but that's, that's the way it is. It's, it can't all be... Uh, unicorn poop and rainbows That's right. as much as we want it to be but this is real life and we are going to make it through we got this this too shall pass might be like a kidney stone but we will pass <laughs> it uh, i just want to thank everybody out there in uh, the, the prod squad universe uh, for joining us this afternoon and i guess all those bird chirping noises are real and uh, nature's coming back to life and uh it's looking like Looking like rain, actually. So I'm going to yeah. get things packed up. And, <laughs> we need to uh, button up the backyard. We got some pet stuff out here that's not really waterproof stuff. So Thank you very much for joining us. And I will do this again some other time. Namaste, bitches. The Rad.